again, everybody, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Wrestling Time Machine by Sports Keto, available right here on YouTube and wherever you find us. Basically, we're there every week, but WrestleBinge on YouTube is a great place to find the video versions of what we do. Along with me on this uh, this week's episode is, of course, my two buddies that I have every single week, and that is, first of all, pro wrestling journalist, legendary pro wrestling journalist, I might say, Mr. Bill After. Hey, Bill. Hey, like Luau Van always says, I'm a legend in my own mind, brother. Yeah, and, and, and speaking of great minds, let's talk about the next guy we have in here. That is WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy. Right there. Right there. How you, how you, how you guys doing? I, I want to know. I just want to know, how is, how is this a new episode of the Time Machine? We're supposed to be back in time. Well, but it's a, it's a new episode. To, I don't know. I don't know. Well, wait a minute. We are back in time because we're taping this on a certain date. It'll be run in the future, but in okay. reality, it's back. Well, all right, Bill. You, 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 well, Bill, you clean that up very well. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> well, by the way, both of you, welcome back from WrestleCade. We oh, had yeah, a great man. time there. Yeah, we did, man. Everybody was there. Uh, got a chance to see a lot of my good friends and guys that I worked with over the years, and uh, it was just real, you know, real good time and exciting to see everybody. A lot of guys I hadn't seen in ten or fifteen years, you know, were there. So I had a ball. Mac and I had a great time, man. We got a chance to interview some people and talk to a lot of people and let them know about the podcast and stuff. So it was really good. Great. It really, the, the only thing about the uh, the trip that uh, was uh, that really was funny to me, but there are a couple of things about this trip, and I, I'll just bring up a couple real quick. First of all, we, we drive into North Carolina. It's Thanksgiving. Now, it's it's late in the afternoon, early evening, and Teddy and I, we've been on the on the damn road. I don't know how long at that point. Well, I think for you it was about four and a half hours, right, Teddy? Yeah. Four and a half hours, and I've been you know two and a half hours ahead of that. So I'm starving. I'm ready to eat. And we finally see a little place because everything is closed. I mean, there's not a pharmacy open. There's not a grocery store open. Nothing. We see a bunch of cars up in a little shopping plaza. And we're like, there's got to be food up here because there's cars over here. You know, so we drive up. And sure enough, it is food. And it was an Indian cuisine place. Really? Teddy and I, we kind of looked at each other and said, well, I'm willing to give it a shot if you are. So <laughs> we went in and uh, it was an experience. Uh, it took forever to get the food and the, and the food. turkey? No, there was no turkey. Well, I don't know what I was eating, to be honest with you. But <laughs> well, I had a pretty decent meal. They, they, I had some chicken or something. I forgot the, really the name of it, but uh, it wasn't too bad. But Yeah, that was decent. I did have a bite of that, and that was decent. And then they, I ordered something else, and I thought I was getting something, and I ended up looking at it, and all all it was was like uh, shrimp shrimp fried rice. I could have went to a Chinese place and got it. But uh, <laughs> not only that, it, it how long we were probably an hour into sitting at that table at that point when he finally got his rice. We got the first thing that came out was his chicken entree that he ordered, and it comes out, and we're sitting there for a moment waiting for the rest of the food. It never shows up. <laughs> Just, we have to wave somebody down. The guy comes over to the table. I'd be busy. I'm like, okay, fine. Well, we just worry about the food. But we just had to understand, man. It was packed out in there. It there was. was only like one guy waiting on tables, and another guy was trying to take orders. So they they were hustling, man. They was at you that. Ever think about going to your rooms and just ordering from 
Papa John's or Domino's or? I don't trust that no more. The world is in a big mess. I don't want nothing from DoDash. I don't want nobody bringing <laughs> me nothing because I don't. I know what you put into my food. I don't. I don't. I don't trust it. I you don't can do trust it. the varsity. You can uh, trust the varsity. Yeah, if, if if you go there and pick it up. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I ain't trusting nobody it. bringing me nothing. No. All right, uh, guys, let's hop into the show here. Randy Orton, we got to talk about this, made his debut back in WWE in this past pay-per-view. Uh, what? First of all, the crowd went freaking nuts. That, that was a loud response for him coming back. Uh, your thoughts when you saw him walk out finally onto TV again for WWE? You talking about Survivor Series or Monday Night Raw? Well, uh, Survivor Series is you know that was the first place that he pops in, you know, and you finally get to see that he is there. Uh, you know, he's he's been promised forever by Cody Rhodes, and he finally shows up, and that's when that pop happened that I thought was just incredible. Blew everybody away. It was abs- it was an RKO to the audience, so to say, in a positive way. They missed him so very much and uh, the fans were just dying to see that and then Monday night I've got to tell you something and I I never thought I was going to say this Uh, and a lot of people are going to go like yeah he's right but but I think he blew away the pop that CM Punk got on Monday night I think Randy Orton's ovation on Monday Night Raw was actually bigger than the one CM Punk, Punk got Punk got the biggest pop at the Survivor Series, a lot of yes. people said that that took away from the um, took away from the main event, and a lot of people were were upset about that. But it's great to have Randy Orton back again. Teddy, what were your thoughts? Yeah, well, I just uh, Randy's always uh, been a good friend of mine, man. We always got along. Uh, good little story about Randy. You know, I go when I was on the road. I went to the gym every day, so I, every day I'd go to a hotel. Every hotel I found, I tried to make sure they had a wash and dryer because I had to wash my my stuff, so I, my yeah. workout stuff. And so I guess I stayed somewhere in that hotel, and they didn't have a wash and dryer. So now I got my stinky gym stuff. I'm hauling it around all day in another separate bag, you know. So I'm trying to figure out that night whenever I get somewhere. I hope I can wash my stuff to work out with. And happened, Randy come and told me, said, "Come on, let's go on the bus." And we went on his bus, and come to find out, he's got a wash and dryer on the bus. So oh, I had a chance to I had a chance to wash my gym stuff right on the bus, and I was straight for the next day. All right, That's he had cool. he had his own touring bus, didn't he? When he yes. was at when he was at the peak of his uh, career in WWE. Yes, and, and let's talk about his physical condition. He looked incredible i mean he is in shape that there you can't tell that he's had a back surgery uh it actually was a double fusion back surgery and uh, he moved around the ring very well it, it looked really good on him it did his yeah, well, face looked a little uh heavier yes me. and he looked a little uh that he could be a little meaner looking when he scowled yeah yeah, he looked really good, man. So that means, you know, once he got over his surgery or whatever and was able to go back to the gym, he went right back to the gym. So that's a thing you got to do, too. You know, you can't quit working out, man. You got to keep on going and keeping yourself in shape because once you stop, you're like a car to gas. And I, I'm telling you. The big Where question does Randy Orton go from here, Bill? The big question Where, about, we- about here is when he was face-to-face with Rhea Ripley on Monday Night Raw, did you think he was going to hit the RKO on her? 
I, it, I didn't really, it didn't cross my mind, to be honest with you, because I didn't think they would show that anyhow. Why? Why they would could. they do it? I, I don't know. Sometimes they just won't do that stuff. You know, they'll, they'll shy away from it. Well, it, some people, you know, claim it looks maybe like uh, he shouldn't be hitting a woman. Or yes, that's what I'm trying to say. But yeah. you can't get away with that because what about the intergender matches when there's a guy and a girl that are wrestling, you know, each other? So I don't understand what, what the problem is. And then well, you got to know this. If he hit the, the RKO, you know what I mean? It's entertainment. Now, he's yeah. hit the RKO, though, hasn't he, on uh, other ladies before, has he not? Is, is, has sure. Stephanie taken one? I wonder. Man, said, sure. "Hey, look, uh, remind us if if he has. I I'm not sure if he ever has hit the RKO on a on a female participant. I really do not know that. Maybe, sure. maybe May Young had uh, had it. Let well, me ask you though. Where do, now, you know what? And I'm just let we'll move on. But I'm just thinking. You know, see, I think that you know I don't think he should have did last night or whatever. It's a little too quick. But I think if that does happen, that's not going to hurt him or, or Rhea Ripley because that lets I me agree. know this. If he hits her with that thing and he gets a tremendous pop, then that lets me know she's got major heat. <laughs> you know you what know I mean? What? So that, that's what it's all about. He could go to RKO uh, someone from Judgment Day and miscalculate, and she could get the RKO. Well, she could step in, try to break it, try to break it up, and he ends up hooking her. Yeah. 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 That's a way to do it, man. I, like you know, that. Like, I, like I understand that. what Bill's saying, but yep. yeah, you gotta you gotta come on out of them days, man. It's uh, everything's changed now. Well, let me ask you, where does Randy go from here, though? What what where do we see him starting to get a setup uh in the push for WrestleMania? Who do we see him with? Well, judgment day right now looks like that's where his vision is set. So uh Damian Priest and he have issued major issues against each other. And uh, I don't know. I mean, they could. And this is something that I'm just thinking of when we're talking. Like Damon, uh, Damian Priest cashes in that, uh, uh, that Money in the Bank briefcase on one of the champions and beats him. Randy Orton beats him and Randy Orton becomes uh, a champion again. So... Maybe, because right now he is over so huge, and I don't think that's going to dissipate at all. No. Teddy, do you think we'll see him remain as a face uh, character between now and uh, WrestleMania, or do you think a heel may turn may come? Well, I don't know yet. You know what I mean? I think it's uh, too early to call because he just come back, and uh, right now we don't even really know that, what direction they're going to go in. Uh, Correct. They're going to, you know, they're, they're going to put him with um, – you know, I just see it maybe uh, with Damian Priest. I do see that. Uh, there's a little bit of history there. Uh, and I also see him maybe with L.A. Knight. You know what I mean? Somebody has is, is got an L.A. Knight. I see that's a big future in him. And they've got to get him right. And I think with him yeah. and Randy Orton would get L.A. right. Because, first of all, he would learn from Randy Orton a lot. And that's what he needs to do. He needs to also be a good competitive worker, plus learn a lot. And you have to get in the ring with guys that know this stuff so you can learn from them. So uh, I, I don't know, but uh, you know, you got Punk that just come back and uh, Randy's hot and, and both of these guys are right now the talk of the town. So, you know, you just never know. Well, Teddy, you just said something that brings me to something that I've said to friends in the last couple of days since Punk and Randy Orton came back. I wonder if this is going to hurt the push that they've given L.A. Knight, where he's going to be moved 
down uh, further on the card because they'll be concentrating on Randy and Punk. Well, I don't think so. You know, I think you can concentrate on Randy and Punk, you know, but you still got these other guys here like L.A. Knight, Damon Priest, Dominic Mysterio, all these guys. You got them to think about, too. You got the bloodline. Those guys are split up. You got all them to think about. So there's a lot of things that people, you know, that that can be done there. So I don't think it'll just be the Randy Orton and CM Punk show. I think everybody will be involved, but just maybe Randy and CM Punk may be the, the highlight of the night, but I don't think you don't think L.A. Knight, L.A. Knight is kind of uh, that punk and uh, Orton is stealing their thunder, his thunder rather. Well, could be and could not be. Randy and Punk are established. Okay, they're a brand. You know, L.A. Knight is trying to get there, and so I don't think that'll hurt him at all. I think anything they do with L.A. Knight for us, if he goes with Punk or Randy, is all that thing is going to do is elevate him. It's going to help him. Yeah. Here's what I think, uh, you know, because Bill and, and Teddy, you're both talking about possibilities and where we might go with things. And and when CM Punk showed up, there were a lot of things that went through my mind in fantasy booking now for WrestleMania. I mean, let, let's say that uh, that WrestleMania will be the Rock and Roman Reigns, because if we could have a match that we want for uh, WrestleMania, that would be the big match right there. So if that were to happen, that means Cody's got to have a dance partner. And I could see CM Punk and Cody being another big draw at WrestleMania. You could also have Randy Orton versus Logan Paul at WrestleMania. That's three huge matches already. Seth versus uh, L.A. Knight was one that I penciled in. I couldn't figure it out, but I kept thinking Seth and L.A. Knight might be interesting. I don't know because they're both good on the microphone. That could make it a very interesting and entertaining type of match, I think. That's just me. And, uh, of course, Jimmy versus Jay. If you have those matches, my, I, don't, I don't know what other matches you would need because that would be I'll a huge, you, tremendous I card. One. I will tell you one that we haven't mentioned. Cody Rhodes went out of his way on Monday Night Raw to talk about how Randy Orton was his mentor. Oh, yeah. That's Bruno Zabisco. That's so many other things where the someone mentored someone and they have something to prove. And I think Cody, Randy Orton, with this whole mentoring thing, could turn into a feud as well. But then again, they brought Cody with the Nakamura, but that's another story. Yeah, that, that threw me off, and that was something I was just about to bring up because, uh, you know, Monday night we did get Shinsuke finally telling you who he's been talking about all these weeks and it was Cody Rhodes. And that threw me for a loop. I, I was like, well, that was the last person I thought he was talking about. So that it did throw kind of a monkey rich in things because I'm thinking, I don't see Cody and Shinsuke at WrestleMania. Uh, you know, and so I, I don't know where that's going to take us. Teddy, your thoughts on all this? Uh, well, like I said, we just don't know. Uh, I'm kind of like you guys. I don't see Cody with nakamura either but i'm just saying that could happen like we talked earlier about uh nakamura when he first started you know what i mean we didn't think he was gonna you know uh they were gonna put the title on him yeah <laughs> you see but we were but they, they 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 did they did do that on us so i'm just saying we just don't really know so 
I think right now the time is right to try things that are brand new to see if they work yeah. so you don't yeah. keep going back to the same old stuff, trying to rehash guys. Let's do something new. If it doesn't work, then you move on. Then it might work. So I think that's what they're doing now. They're trying new things. Nakamura in the short term for maybe the next pay-per-view or so, fine. But I think if we're talking about, like you said, WrestleMania, I think uh, either Cody Roman or um, uh, Cody Orton or Cody Punk, because they're both from that other big company. Either and, one. And you know, when you when you bring up Orton too, and we were talking earlier about does Tor- does Orton turn heel at some point? That would make sense because you know usually when you bring somebody back and they haven't the fans haven't seen this person in a long time they're going to bring them in as a face no matter what because that's where the pop's going to be you won't be able to fight that pop on that first initial piece. Well, I I beg to differ there. You can bring them in as a heel. I keep telling you that things have changed now. You can bring a guy in right now as a heel, and if that's what the people want to say, he'll get the biggest pop of the night. That's right. I see CM Punk. I see CM Punk. If it's Orton versus Punk, I see the fans turning against Punk, not Orton. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And I want to say this: if they're gonna if they're gonna go heel with Orton, if they're gonna turn him heel, then there's no other way better than to turn him is with Cody, his mentor. You know what Correct. I mean? Cody could come in. You know, the other way around, right, right? Right. Cody, I was here before you. Now you pop in and you're getting all this attention. You know, what about me? Okay, I, I, they promised me a, ti- a, a shot at the world title. You know, what happened with that? You know what I mean? So there's yeah. a lot of stuff Cody can gripe about. But now C- Cody would have to maintain, I would imagine, uh, that, you know, that face persona because it's been this dream to yeah. finish out what his dad did. So he's got to remain face while Randy's going to have to turn heel. That's definite if they go against each other. Well, like yes. I said, that may it it has to be, but the business has changed, gentlemen, and it's no baby face and it's no heel no more. It's just who is the best entertainer. Right. right. Exactly, now, not exactly only has the business is. changed, not only has the business changed, the fan has changed. As yes. Well. yes. Yes. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, over the weekend with Teddy and I, it amazes me uh, the difference in what fans see as popular and, and what now versus what was popular back when I was younger. Uh, completely different things. Let me ask you, because WWE has made so many acquisitions, uh, they've got Jade Cardgill, uh, they have Cody that came over, um, and now they have CM Punk uh, in their pocket. The other group out there, AEW, has got to make some kind of move with a big name, something to keep up or try to keep up with what's happening in WWE. I'm just wondering, is there that person out there anymore? CM Punk was taken. CM Punk was in your hands. You dropped the ball. WWE, despite what CM Punk ever said about him, they said what they've always said, what's best for business, and they brought CM Punk in. That puts AEW really in a bad spot because I don't think there's another name out there they can bring in that could top anything that WWE has done recently. Uh, Am I right wrong? No, who's out there? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, is there a name that you can think of you that would what? meet that? It, I don't think it is either, but whatever happens to them, it does, they, it, they deserve it because they had it. But what they did is listen to other people that didn't want certain people in. So, hey, if bring my guy, not him. He ain't going to do us any good. Let's bring him. But it's all favoritism. And, and some of them, that's all they know. 
favoritism. Hey, I'm gonna let me get my friend in. You know that kind of thing. You know, so that's what I'm saying. AEW listen to them. There's no leadership there. So that's what so that's their problem. The top of the heap right now is Sting, who's going to retire soon. Uh, Daniel Brian Danielson, um, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho. They dropped the ball completely with Wardlow, as far as I'm concerned. Had yes. WWE had Wardlow, they would have made him, I've, I've mentioned this on our show before, they would have made him another Batista. They would have made him a huge star, and it's not too late. Um, but other than that group that I mentioned, if you just think of ask you 2 as like wrestling fans, uh, who's in AEW that you want to see other than that group, what do you say? I, and look here, I don't think most people can tell you who all was on the roster at AEW. And there are a bunch of names that you never see uh, because there is so much talent. And, and I, I'm not, you know, it's one of the things that they got to consider doing at some point is eliminate so much talent, focus on something and make this thing have an interest to it. In fact, uh, QT Marshall, or is that how you say his name? Marshall, Marshall. Yeah, Marshall. Um, you know, he um, is now resigned from AEW. He says the product's not what it originally started to be. It's now becoming a different product. And by that, what he was talking about was his feelings are that uh, they're leaning more towards a new Japan pro wrestling type of field where there's less storylines and more focus just on the matches themselves as a competition on each individual show, uh, which I do feel that happens quite a bit in AEW. Um, he's, a producer. And, he's a producer there. And uh, I think he was vice president of talent. Yeah. 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 And so here's this guy that had a lot of control, but obviously things just no longer going his way or the way of AEW. But again, it comes down to one person and that one person has got to get his entire company under control because he's given away too much. The fact that you gave away all these key players, Cody Rose, one of the ones who just started the company with you, and then you lose people like, uh, well, you lost uh, William Regal, who was a great find there, and you had him, and then you let him go again. All these people that come and go, well, and they go back like CM Punk. He asked for his release uh, because of his son working in WWE when we're talking about Regal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but they, but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't have to let him go either, though. He was under contract, and that was Tony just making a decision because he, yeah, yeah, go go do that. But he needed to focus on, and this is what they're forgetting: focus on what's best for your business. You can't be worried about everybody else's business. You're paying them money. You focus on what's best for your business. Well, that's because you're listening to other people. Yep. I just I just finished telling you, okay, QT, I, I mean, I never met the guy. I could have met him so over time. I don't know. But like I said, I don't think, I really don't know him. But uh, I'm just saying, I was hearing you speaking about a little bit about his background with all the power they had in AEW. Yep. Well, he may have got that power because maybe somebody had promised him that, hey, we're going to give you this, we're going to move you to this. But soon as the click got started and he wasn't part of the click, <laughs> you understand, then he sees what happened. So how can you... Go from all this power now you got there to resigning. Okay, so that you know we don't know the whole story, but like I said, it, he, he he maybe he just wasn't their guy. I don't know. Keep in mind, keep in mind that Cody Rhodes had his guys there. Uh, the Young Bucks and Cody, of course, very close. And at the uh, uh, press conference at, after Survivor Series, um, Nick Houseman from uh, House of Wrestling 
asked a question to Cody about Punk being back there uh, in that big company that um, you and your boys started. And he acknowledged that it was he and his boys, which were, you know, the Young Bucks were part of that. The Young Bucks right now are allegedly going to try to reorganize the company. But I want I, I don't know what's even going to happen with them, even though they're part owners of the company, if they're going to make their escape eventually and wind up in Cody Rhodesville. Well, who's who's doing the, the booking there? Who is in charge of the team? What's going on? For the most part, uh, Tony Khan. I mean, as, as the final okay. say is Tony Khan. Uh, okay, well. and, and, and saying all this, though, and, and I, I because I do know there's a whole other aspect of the story from people who work there and people who want to go somewhere to work. I want to see this company do well. I'm just sure. right now they're not on that track. They need to get focused on where they're, they got a few golden nuggets. Hopefully they don't screw that up as well. But you need to somehow get the grips on your company and move forward and make it something that people want to watch. Right now, it's exactly kind of what QT Marshall said, and I hate to say that, but he's right. It is less storytelling, just more see what we can do. And so you tune in every week just to see what they can do. Well, why am I going to watch next week if I think I've seen everything you can do? Unless you have a story, I'm not coming back. They got Chris Jericho there. He's a he's a backstage genius in my Opinion. Yes, he he's is. Creative. Yes, he is. He's the smartest guy in this business. Yeah, he he's the guy who should be running uh, Tony Khan's dressing room, the whole bit, and putting this whole thing together. He has a him great and, him mind. And Jake the, him and Jake the Snake should be in charge of talent relations. Oh, I agree with you. I agree There's got to be somebody that, that just doesn't take any shit. I mean, that's what it comes well, down to. It's Chris Jericho. He, I've known him for many, many years. He don't yeah. take any shit. And like Bill was saying, he's one of the smartest guys in this business. He's the only guy that you that I know can go out on TV and get beat right in the middle, one, two, three, and get right back up and get his heat back. Yep. Yep. And like Absolutely I, true. And I can tell you right, it's a lot of guys can't do that. Guys, before we get out of here, I do want to mention that uh, as of the time of this recording, uh, we did find out just recently that Sonny was sentenced to 17 years in prison uh, for her, uh, you know, issues with DUI. And uh, and, and uh, what was the charge, Bill? Do you know what the actual charge was? Yeah, yeah she uh, was allegedly uh, driving uh, and uh, hit a parked car with an elderly man in it. And he yeah. died because of that. And I've known mm-hmm. her since she was a teenager when she was just going out with Chris Candido and uh, she used to actually be a photographer for the, the company that I worked for down in the wow. Smoky Mountain and she, she was such a sweet kid but little by little by little and especially since Chris Candido passed away she started going in the wrong direction with substance abuse and to see what's happened to her right now is one of the saddest stories not just in sports or in wrestling or whatever but just the saddest stories i've ever heard well yeah i didn't know her too very well and i did meet her and everything she was always a nice nice lady man mm-hmm. very nice and uh you know it's just sad to see you know how drugs and things can really take over people and cause them to you know have such a tragic life and this is pretty much tragic for her because jesus christ i don't know how old she is but she she'll be what 60 70 years old if she whenever she gets out and 
68 you know once he gets out, they said. Wow, man. So I got said I, I just feel bad for her and may God bless her. And then, you know, maybe, you know, she sometimes you can go, you can go to jail and get your life together. You know, you know the sometimes last time, man, yeah, you know, the last time that back. I, the last time that I saw Sonny was at the International Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame a few years back with, with Bill. And, uh, and she was, uh, she seemed to be doing very well. Uh, and that evening there was no sign of any issues with her at all. She was as sweet as she could be. Uh, actually, I think I did an interview with, I did do an interview with her the following day and, uh, she was just as sweet there too. So it's really sad because you can see the sweetness in her when you meet her and when she's clean, uh, she actually is a very nice individual. So I, you know, despite everything that happened, I, everybody deserves a second, third chance. If you can turn yourself around, no matter what age you're at, uh, more power to you. Don't stop just because somebody says you've had too many chances. No, you keep doing it until you get it right. You got, you keep getting chances until you, until you die. If you're not dead, then you continue to, you know, seek for those chances. Yes. And don't Guys, keep getting them and not do nothing about it. Do something about it. Well, yeah, so, I mean, that, that's the key. You can listen to people all day long, but until you pick it up and do something with it yourself, nothing's going to happen. Right. Guys, anything coming up for you that we need to talk about? Uh, this weekend, I'm going to be uh, Friday night. I'll be in Appleton, Wisconsin. They didn't send me any information. <laughs> so I, don't know where I'm, I don't know where I'm at, nor we're in the building or nothing. So, But I know it's Appleton, Wisconsin. I'll be there. And on December the 27th, I'll be at the Hockey Town, uh, uh, Hockey Town Cafe. I believe that's what it is in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, hold, 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 hold on, hold on. What's the name of that place again? It's the Hockey Town Cafe. I thought you said, I thought you said Honky Town. I was like, what the hell are you going to, Teddy? Well, I just go see some honkies. <laughs> We're here for you. It's the, Town, uh, it's the Hockey Town Cafe, Woodward Avenue, December 27, 3 to 6, big meet and greet. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> How about you? Uh, I've got a lot of bookings coming up for next year for early 2024. So I'll discuss that on another uh, episode here, but I want to thank everybody out there once again for uh, tuning into our uh, time machine. And uh, I love Teddy and Mac. They're two of my dearest friends in the whole world. And for the three of us, we'd like you all to uh, subscribe to wrestle binge and the time machine and uh, keep joining us for all this great exclusive content and don't forget to watch road trip after hours with teddy and i yeah. it drops every friday on youtube it's a fun show we have a whole lot of fun as a matter of fact uh we have a very special guest uh that's coming up on this next episode and it's going to be our midget episode you'll find out oh. more when you tune in that's it i'm mac davis along with my two co-hosts, WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long and Mr. Bill After. We'll see you next week. See you at the matches. Holla. All right. That was great. Hey, Mac, your your sound sounded a little tinny this week. It I noticed sound- it in my ear. I'm getting uh, – I've already had to change out my uh, modem. I called the company, and they changed – they sent me a new modem. I hooked that up yesterday. And uh, now the router, we're suspecting the router is the issue, which means I got to go out and buy another router after I bought one just a few months ago. Oh, technical <laughs> stuff is so wonderful. I hate it. I hate it. Let's see. I need to end the recording. Right. Well, it's great to see you both again. Teddy, you got so tall. <laughs> <laughs>